0: Amen. Thank you, Andrew and Gabe. How's everybody doing this morning? Man, my name's Adam. It is good to be with you. So glad to see all of the friends and, and uh, neighbors and, and faces new from the community that have heard about uh, this little thing going on here called Family Church and our grand opening. I couldn't be uh, more honored that you uh, chose to be here with us this morning and uh, super, super grateful for it. Uh, this, is a, this is a big day for us, a big day for me. I wanted to honor uh, a couple really special guests. I've, uh, so many of you are, are just so dear to my heart, um, but we need to, uh, I want to honor a couple people in particular is, yes, I want to start. So it was mentioned earlier that this church is a little old. Uh, if you want to pay attention, uh, the, the columns in the middle of, the, of, this build, of this room, that was the back of the church before, and where Mr. Bill is sitting, our awesome sound guy, say, what's up, Bill? That was the front wall of the church. So the church started where he's standing and ended at that column, okay? There's somebody in this room that came to the church when it was that size. There's somebody in this building, this room, that came to this church when he was born in 1918. Nelson, would you please stand this morning? <laughs> <laughs> Nelson is 99 years old. He's been a member of Trinity United Methodist Family Church since he was a baby and he has honored us by being here today and so this was Trinity's original building they built over there in 95 I was on staff at the time it was amazing but to see this guy tear up when he walked in the front doors this morning was pretty cool and um, his wife uh, they've been married for over 77 years she couldn't be with us today So sweet Pauline is, is uh, resting at home. Uh, she broke her arm this, this last week or so, and so she couldn't be here today. Uh, Nelson is a World War II vet from the Air Force, and so we've got lots of reasons to uh, applaud him for being the man that he is. But I wanted him to just say, can we thank Nelson and his family for being here? There's something about living a journey with Jesus, and um, he won't let you down. You can go 100 years with him. And, uh, and so he's uh, just awesome. I'd like to have my friends the Wilson stand up. We're not going to make them talk today. This is Jeff and D. Wilson. Give them some love. You don't know why yet. All right. They are from C3 Church. They're on the board there. They're good friends. And uh, C3 and Trinity are the two churches that sponsored us and planted us. And uh, Jeff's a guest board member when we're in trouble. And, um, and it's so amazing to be a part of the kingdom of God. And when I was looking for a network to partner with uh, Pastor Conan over there, I said, Conan, but I I feel called to Pickerington, too. And he he looked at me, and these are his exact words. He said, Adam, I don't care if you plant across the street from me. You're going to reach different people. And that's what the kingdom of God is here to do. And so that's the heart that's in the church today. It's the heart that I want to be a part of, and it's the heart the family church is going to be a part of. We're a team, not just here, but with every other church that lifts up the name of Jesus. We thank C3 for believing in us and helping us get started five years ago. Oh, my heart's so full. Five years ago... Twenty-three of us, that includes kids. If you got a heartbeat, you get counted around here. Twenty-three of us from Trinity and eight from Vineyard Columbus planted the family church. If you're one of those original people, would you stand up? This is Danielle and my kids. This is our parents, the Renwick's, the Kemp's, the Richardson's, the Lieb's the Rudders, and the Whitleys. I honor you today. I honor you today. Thank you. Four of them came here as just kids. They were my youth kids, and they've been married since, and uh, and, and Catherine just sings for us every Sunday and just blesses us, and Gabe is her crazy husband, and Joelle runs, uh, runs the Welcome Center. Those are my teenagers. And Joelle's uh, husband couldn't be with us. He works every Sunday for Ohio Health Security, but I know he would love to be with us. Some amazing people have joined us along the way. I just want to honor one other group this morning, and that would be if you were with us before the move, would you stand up this morning? Everybody who was with us before the move, come on now. You guys put up with the strip center. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. Look at what God has done. The faithful few that planted the family church have multiplied into a team of 60-plus volunteers. I had to buy 75 shirts. I about had a heart attack at the bill, but then I remembered to say thank you, Jesus, for that many people that want to serve. It's an honor to serve God with you in this place. If you want to be a part of this amazing team, I can't resist the plug here, we have a shirt and a place for you. And uh, there's a Put Me In Coach card in front of you. We want you to turn that in and join this amazing team. God has given us this beautiful building to reach our community, and I couldn't be more excited about our future. Could we thank God just for a moment? Uh, Just give him some praise. God, we love you. Father God, we are thankful for what you have done. God, I thank you for the faithful few. I thank you for the call, God. I thank you for the history of this building. God, I thank you for the future of this building. God, I thank you for the the 30 people that... that that thought family church was a good idea. God, I thank you for two churches, Trinity and C3, God, that would breathe life in those early, breathe, breathe a wind on those early sparks, God, so that this would be a small flame. And God, I thank you that we're burning bright now today, and it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. God, I thank you for what you've done, and I thank you for what you're going to do. Amen. It's Palm Sunday. It's our grand opening, but it's also a little bit bigger than that today. Around 587 BC, Nelson wasn't there for this. The Babylonian Empire destroyed Jerusalem. The promised land was conquered, and God's people were dispersed into exile. Soon after that, the prophet Zechariah spoke these words to the people in captivity. Zechariah 9.9 says this, Rejoice, O people of Zion! Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem! Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. Luke would record the fulfillment of that prophecy 500 years later. Our main text today, Luke 19, 28 to 38, it says this. Jesus went on toward Jerusalem, walking ahead of his disciples. As he came to the towns of Bethpage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead. Go into that village over there, he said. As you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anybody asks... Say, why are, and they say, why are you untying that colt? Tell them to mind their own business. No. He said, kind of, he said, the Lord needs it. So they went and found the colt, just as Jesus had said, and sure enough, as they were untying it, the owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? And the disciples simply replied, the Lord needs it. So they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it for him to ride on. As he rode along, the crowd spread out their garments on the road ahead of him. When he reached the place where the road started down the Mount of Olives, all of his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. People have been shouting for Jesus a long time. Verse 38. Blessings on the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in highest heaven. Jesus knew the scriptures. He quoted them quite often. And if you want to be technical about it, he wrote them. He's the word. He knew exactly what he was doing when he asked for a donkey to ride into Jerusalem that day. This was a five-mile journey that him and his disciples usually walked. But not today. Today was different. It was time to tell the world what they were already hoping for, that he was the promised king, the one they'd been waiting on. Matthew 21.9 says that Jesus was in the center of the procession and the people all around him were shouting, praise God for the son of David, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord, praise God in highest heaven. David being the great king and it was promised that it would be his lineage that would sit on the throne forever. Everyone had heard about the miracles and the great teaching, and now they saw him living out the famous prophecy, and they celebrated with the hope that they might finally be a sovereign nation again. Today's message is called Here for You. Anybody see a t-shirt that says that? On Palm Sunday, over 2,000 years ago, Jesus was telling the world, I am here for you he's here for you today the family church exists to welcome home people to God his family and his plan we will not change our community unless we are here for them instead of being here just for ourselves here for you those three words are powerful And they've impacted every person in this room because we are all the products of the people that have been there for us. Made a big deal about some of the people that have helped us with the team along the way, but I want to be real specific here for a moment. If you just think in your own life, I bet you have a list of five or less names or couples maybe that are the reasons for you being who you are today and for being those few people that had a pivotal part in you becoming the person that God made you to be. I'd like my parents to stand up if they could, my in-laws and my parents. I think my dad is in here somewhere. There's my dad. John and Karen in here are they in here my father-in-law is probably outside going crazy he's up there he's waving in the window say hi John (laughs) my mother's in the hospital this morning she's been sorting through some things and I just pray blessings over her she should be with us for Easter Sunday you won't find four finer people on the planet To say that they've been here for me is an understatement of gross proportions. Not only to give me life, but to give me the teaching and the training and the whoopings I needed. Lots of them. And then those crazy in laws that gave me my amazing wife and and just have, have just been another set of parents like it's supposed to be. Been here for me. Pastor Scott and Linda, would you stand up this morning? These are another kind of set of parents in my life. He was dumb enough to hire me. And uh, I came into this building when I was 10 years old, and he's pastored me ever since. So tell your neighbor it's his fault. (laughs) And that lady next to him is the reason why things are really, really, really good and uh, she keeps him honest just like danielle keeps me i honor you two today they've been here for me Did mike and debbie make it this morning okay wanted to honor the ross mike was my youth leader and uh, he just continues to check on me and uh, we went to a concert the other night i've seen more concerts with him than anybody else and so uh, it takes a team of people to get somebody like me on the right path and to keep them there, okay? And so when one person's yanking this way and another one yanks the other way, I might just stay on path. And that that actually all belongs, that that job belongs to one person nowadays. Danielle, would you stand up just for a minute? This is the real deal right here. Give my wife some love this morning. She's the best thing ever and uh, to say that somebody's here for you, when somebody gives you their heart, when somebody gives you a part of their life, when somebody shares their soul with you, when somebody says, this, this is what's best for you. The people that love you will tell you that. Anybody else, just, they're just along for the ride. And they really don't want to get dirty with you. But you better be grateful, and you better come to a moment in your life where you say, these people were here for me. They loved me. Many of you in this room have been there for me in little and small ways. There are plenty of others that couldn't be here today or have gone to heaven ahead of me. I'm here today because people were here for me. You are here today because people were there for you. Our community needs to know that the FC is here for them. It's very important. We didn't just get a new building to have a nice club and wear matching shirts and eat Grandma Linda's quiches every Sunday morning. Thank you, Jesus. That's all good stuff. But the world around us needs to know that we are here for them. We are Christ's representatives to our community. We have a big vision here. We have a vision to see marriages strengthened and restored. We want to see the addicted set free, and we want to see young people find their purpose in God. Can somebody get excited about those things? So a question for you this morning. Do you want to be the church the community wants, or do you want to be the church that the community needs? I want to be an encouragement and resource to our city, but we can't stop there. People need more than hugs and high fives. People need to know the love of God, the healing touch of Jesus Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit. They need it. Many of us know that the crowds were going crazy as Jesus came into the city. But did you know that while the city was going crazy that Jesus was crying? Did you know that? It says that he began weeping as he saw Jerusalem, as he was on that donkey heading towards it. It says this in Matthew 23, 37, 39. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings. But you wouldn't let me. And now look, your house is abandoned and desolate, for I tell you this, you will never see me again until you say, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Why was Jesus crying while the crowds were cheering? Why was he crying while the crowds were cheering? He knew that most of them would ultimately reject him and the kingdom that he was bringing. Events would unfold, this is Passion Week now, events would unfold in the Passion Week that would reduce his fans from thousands to a few. He was, he was the promised king. He was the one prophesied for. He was the Messiah, but he wasn't bringing the kind of kingdom that they were expecting and hoping for. Do you hear the pain in Jesus' voice? How I wish that I could gather you like a hen gathers her chicks under her wing. That's the voice of a parent. I only hear love as a motivation. I only hear somebody that has the intent to save and protect. How I wish I could gather you close to me, but you wouldn't let me. The people just wanted an end to Roman rule. It's interesting that Jewish coins from that time period all have palm branches on the back. This wasn't an exclusive to Jesus. The palm leaves represented independence to the Jewish people. Whenever they felt the oppression from Rome, they'd have a palm party. Can we do that again? You liked that, didn't you? They wanted to be set free, but they rejected the true freedom that Jesus offered. Jesus says in Luke 19, how I wish today that you of all people would understand the way to peace. But now it is too late and peace is hidden from your eyes. Your enemy will not leave a single stone in place because you did not recognize it when God visited you. Those are some powerful words. You did not recognize it when God visited you. That's a tragedy.
1: Here for you.
0: The crowds wanted to accept what Jesus wasn't. Jesus was saying,
1: I'm here for you. Not in the ways. That you want. But in the ways that you need. I want to be free. Do you want to be free? Every
0: person wants to be free. And so picture people waving their palm branches, freedom. I want freedom. I want freedom. We all wave them. We all say that we want it. But then Jesus says this is what it looks like.
1: It looks like a cross.
0: It doesn't look like the victory that you thought this was going to be. This is not the next great rebellion or revolt that would happen every so couple hundred years and then Rome or whoever was in charge would have to squash it again. This wasn't the next rebellion of bloodshed.
1: This was a restoration
0: of the heart. And Jesus said, I'm here. The kingdom is here with me. But it's not going to look like what you think it's going to look like. It's going to look like me saving your soul. And that's why this message can be preached around the world to anybody in any situation, whether they're being oppressed or whether they live in freedom, because every person is able to have a free soul. And that's what he came to do. And so a question for us again today, do you want to be the church the community wants? I kind of do. But I'd rather be the church, the community needs. People need Jesus. Jesus is here for you today. And I'm so excited that the family church is here for this community today. Can we pray this morning? Just bow your heads.
1: It's a brief word. Powerful word.
0: Process room, we're just going to stay silent for a few minutes in this place. Got a couple other things in the service and then the party starts, I promise. But do you want to miss a visitation from God?
1: I don't. I don't want any of you to miss it. I mentioned a few people,
0: key people in my life. that are the reason for why I stand here today. God used them. It's all sourced from God. Don't don't mishear me. But that's the whole story of the Bible is he uses people.
1: He'll use anybody that says yes.
0: Some recognized that it was God visiting and they said yes. Others recognized those gods visiting and said no. And then others didn't even know that God had showed up. I pray that every heart in this room knows that Jesus is here for you. And I want you to think about those few key people in your life that gave their lives away for you. That's a shadow of what Christ
1: did on the cross. It's minute compared to what he's done for you.
0: If you've never said yes to Jesus, if you've never said yes to him being your king and leading you and loving you and forgiving you. Don't miss A visitation from God. Would you say yes to Jesus today? If you want to say yes to Jesus today, would you raise your hand in this place? It's the most important thing we do. It's the most important thing we do.
1: Hallelujah. See that
0: hand. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. Receive his love this morning. I see that hand. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. A simple prayer of saying yes to Jesus goes like this. Father God, I see that you're here for me. I see that you love me. And that you want to forgive me. I've made a mess of things. Please forgive my mistakes, my sins. Please lead me into Your truth. I choose to follow You today. I choose to be free from the inside out. Amen. Church, would you pray with me
1: this morning? There's a bunch of
0: us with shirts on. But if you claim the name of Christ in your heart, then you're on mission. Will you say yes to the call to be here for the people in your life? Will you say, Jesus, community, I'm here for you. Raise your hands with me this morning. Even if you're part of another church, that's what this is all about. It's about the kingdom of God. It's about the people, his people, reaching other people. Father God, we are your church. We represent many churches in this room today, Father God, but we say we are here for you. Amen. I'm going to have Pastor Scott come forward, and he's going to say a couple things, and then I asked him to pray a prayer of dedication over the family church.
2: In our tr- in our tradition, we had two services. Uh, one was consecration service. One was a dedication service. Consecration service was for those churches that weren't paid for yet. The dedication service was for those churches that were paid for. We're going to dedicate this place today. Amen. There's a sense in which God can't fill a house or a space, but a building, a space can be dedicated to God and serve his purposes. When, when Solomon prayed the prayer for the temple, uh, the inauguration, dedication of the temple, among things he said, he said this in 1 Kings chapter 8, But will God really live on earth? Why, even the highest heaven cannot contain you. How much less this temple that I have built. Nevertheless, listen to my prayer and my plea, O Lord my God. Hear the cry of the prayer of your servant who is making this today. May you watch over this temple night and day, the place where you have said, My name will be there. May you always hear the prayers that I make toward this place. May you hear the humble and earnest requests from me and your people Israel when we pray toward this place. You hear us from heaven where you live, and when you hear, forgive. Would you pray with me as we dedicate this place to the Lord? Father, this day we dedicate this family church to the glory of God the Father, who has called us by his grace, in the honor of his Son, who loved us and gave himself for us, and to the praise of the Holy Spirit, who illumines and sanctifies us, we dedicate this house for the worship of God and prayer and praise, for the preaching of of the word the everlasting gospel for the celebration of the holy sacraments we dedicate this house for the comfort of all who mourn for the strength of those who are tempted for light to those who seek the way we dedicate this house for the howling of family life for teaching and guiding the young for the perfecting of the saints we dedicate this house. For the conversion of sinners, for the promotion of righteousness, for the extension of the kingdom of God, we dedicate this house. In the unity of the faith, in the bond of Christian brotherhood, in charity and goodwill, we dedicate this house. In gratitude for the labors of all who have loved and served this church, loving remembrance of those who have finished their course in the hope of a blessed immortality through Jesus Christ our Lord we dedicate this house may you be always glorified in this place and may your name be lifted high that you might gather unto yourself those that have been appointed for our course in this world draw them your holy purpose bless the pastor and his wife and those that labor here and strengthen them that they might always look to you and give you the glory in jesus name amen
0: thank you pastor scott let's stand
1: and worship